So today, our nation observes Remembrance Sunday, when we remember all those who have died in the wars of the last century. And it means, among other things, that unusually uh, our nation stops and thinks of death. Because in our culture, many people can't face death. But for us as Catholics, this is a good moment to think about how we face death. In particular, how we are able to face it with hope because of what we believe about life after death. Now, our first reading today was from the second book of Maccabees. And it describes how the ancient Jews, our forefathers in the faith, how they were able to face death with great bravery. And they did that because, as the text is very explicit and as they say very clearly, because they believed in the resurrection of the body. Now we had only a short passage from this book of Maccabees, as we always have, in a sense, a short passage at Mass. But it's a very important part of Jewish history. So just kind of to remind you, the Jews were rescued from slavery in Egypt. They were given the promised land. And for many centuries, they were there in the promised land. But then they sinned against the God who had saved them. They served false gods. They were were punished. They were taken off into slavery, into Babylon, that they might be purified of what they had done, that they might be purified of their sin. And then after that, after they were purified, they were brought back to the promised land. And they had again the land, their great capital, Jerusalem. And above all, they had the temple, where they could once again, and this time faithfully, serve the one true God as the one true God had showed he wanted to be served. But then, and here we come to the context, the immediate context of these Maccabees, then they were tested. That the Greeks invaded and conquered their land. And the Greeks forbade them to worship the one true God as he had said he wished to be worshipped. They demanded that they disobey God's laws. And so this, what might seem to us a small thing about eating pork, pig's flesh, they recognised as important because it was about cleaving to what God had required of them. But the key thing is that although God allowed them to be tested, although he allowed them to be persecuted, he also strengthened them. He gave them the promise of the resurrection from the dead. And that promise, that hope, is what enabled them to hold on through all they went through. So as we heard them saying that they were willing even to put aside this body, put us, lay aside the limbs of this body, for I shall receive another from the Lord in the resurrection. And the entire book of Maccabees has many examples of the the bravery 
that the Jews were filled with because they knew God had promised them the resurrection. Now for us as Catholics in this month of November, there's a very important aspect to this. Namely that the Maccabees prayed for their dead. They offered sacrifices that their dead might be loosed from their sins. And that's the Old Testament biblical foundation for our practice still today of praying for those who have died. As we do especially in this month of November. And why do we pray for the dead? Well, three things especially. We pray firstly for mercy in the judgment. That we all depend on the mercy of God while we live. That while we live we pray for each other, calling down that mercy on each other. And when someone has died, similarly we entrust them to the mercy of God with our prayer. But then we also seek to help the dead through the passage of purgatory. And let me say a bit about the importance of this. That the Bible tells us very strongly that heaven is a perfect place. Perfect happiness, perfect fulfilment, all is put right, nothing is wrong. But when we die, Pretty much all of us do not die perfect. And if I went up to heaven with all the the crud that is on my soul now, well, heaven pretty quickly wouldn't be heaven anymore. That if I'm not to be cast off into hell, I need to be able to change. I need to be purified of this residue of sin that is on my soul that I'm ready for the perfection of heaven. And that purification, that purging, happens in the place called purgatory. And it's a place, therefore, of change. And change, as we know, isn't easy. Change in this world isn't easy. If I want to change my body by diet or by exercise... It's hard work. It's painful to change. And the change in purgatory is painful too. But it's a joyful pain, a hope-filled pain, that those in purgatory know that they are going to heaven and they want to get themselves ready for heaven. If you think... You know, the comparison's often made with getting ready for a party. If you've got a party you're going to, you want to get yourself ready for it. Maybe you're going to buy a nice suit or a new dress or do your hair. It doesn't take too long to do my hair these days. But um, if it's something worthwhile that you want to go to, you want to get yourself ready for it. You're joyful getting yourself ready for it, even if it's hard work and expensive getting ready for it. And likewise, the souls in purgatory, while they have the the pain of change, they also have the joy of knowing that they're getting ready to be in perfection with the Lord. But because it's difficult, 
Therefore, we do pray for them in this state. So countless visions to different saints have confirmed this aspect of Catholic doctrine. Two things that our prayers help the dead in purgatory with. One is to console them and comfort them while they're in this place of change. But also that our prayers can help speed them through that. And so that's what we pray for as well. So three things we pray for the dead. Mercy in the judgment. Consolation while they're in this process of change. And to speed them through that. So in summary, today our nation pauses and thinks of death as it remembers those who have died in the wars. We as Catholics have a particular way of doing this, a way that is filled with hope for the future, but also is filled with activity in the act of praying for those who have died. 